Welcome to the Job Search Podcast with your host, John Rivero, where we will be interviewing leading industry experts to help you get the job that you want. Hey, everybody, welcome to this episode of the Canadian Job Search Podcast. My name is John Ribeiro, your host, and this week we've got a very special guest on our, on our show who is a newcomer to Canada, and his name is Rajat Allen. Uh, what we're going to do with Rajat today is he's going to take us through his experience. One of the things that I am very well aware of is a lot of, a lot of you out there that are looking for work are challenged with finding work, especially during this time. But I can tell you one thing, Rajat, you know, has a great news story and that's what I want to share with all of you. So Rajat, welcome to the podcast. Thank you so much, John. It's the honor is all mine. Uh, so it's good to be here. And uh, you are, you and Connell have always been of good help to me. So it's my pleasure to be here. <laughs> Yeah, and, and we appreciate you taking the time to, to speak with us and to share your, your journey, because one of the things I do know, and, and you know this too, you know, as you were doing your research to come to Canada, there's a lot of things out there that might be misleading or mi- might be misconceived as the right way or, or the way that people do it here in Canada. You know, like, for example, when we were talking earlier, you talked about, you know, you were preparing yourself for six months for job mm-hmm. search, but we know, and as we go through your story, people are going to know it took a lot less than six months, but it takes some good concentrated effort and, and really a know-how on how to do that. So let, let's, actually, sorry, do you want to add something to that, Rajat? Uh, no, absolutely, John. So this was something that was told to me by many people who have, who initially migrated to Canada, that yes, you will have to give some time to get uh, acquainted with the market here, know the market, know the people. So you should be mentally prepared for this uh, at least six months of time frame before you could get your job that you are looking for. So yeah, that was the thing that was uh, probably imbibed in me before moving in here. Yeah, and I, I and I can imagine, you know, you might have heard a few, like some of the horror stories of people being unemployed for, for a very, very long time too, right? Um, and I'm sure their experience is different from yours. So, uh, and that's why I'm so happy to have you here to, to share your story and your journey with all the listeners to, to, to instill in, and bring some hope and inspiration into their own job search. Uh, so, you know, as you were going through this, so, so what brought you to Canada originally? What was, uh, what was the thing that brought you here? Uh, so primary, uh, my primary reason of moving to Canada was uh, to the family reasons. Um, I uh, definitely wanted to have that good quality of life in here. Uh, that was my uh, main motive uh, while I, while I was immigrating to Canada. Apart from that, uh, I have been working as a research analyst for almost a decade, uh, but one thing that was not provided to me was the international experience. Uh, I trusted my capabilities always. I knew what I can bring to the table, but I was just looking for the right exposure. And uh, until as I would have made this move, probably back uh, from home, uh, it would have been very difficult for me to get this exposure, uh, the international exposure, if I have to say. So this was another driving force behind uh, my move, move to Canada. Yeah, and that's good. And then just for clarity, for those of you that are listening in, uh, you are a research analyst in the financial field, right? Yes. Uh, so I just want to make sure that's clear because the one question we get asked all the time is, you know, do you look after this field and do you look after this field? So I just wanted to to kind of explain and, and share with everybody, um, you know, when it comes to job search, uh, regardless of the field that you're going into, there's still a methodology and a process in terms of what it is you need to do to be successful in that field. So as you were going through your job search, 
what were some of the biggest challenges that you encountered? Uh, so uh, for me, the biggest uh, challenge was, and uh, one thing that you require in Canada is uh, to be very active on LinkedIn, knowing uh, the right people to connect with and uh, finding out the right companies, uh, looking for the right hiring managers, all those. So staying in touch with them, having a constant dialogue was something that uh, I was a bit apprehensive to begin with. And I was uh, feeling a bit uh, low in confidence that how how can I keep them more engaged and let them know about the skills that I can bring to the table. So that was one of the things that was always holding me back initially during my job search. Yeah, and, and I totally understand that, especially when you're moving to a new place and you don't know anybody, building out a network can be a little daunting. But yeah. what were some of the things that you did to keep your audience engaged, like to keep your LinkedIn connections uh, engaged with you. If you could, it'd, it'd be great if you could share some of those secrets with us. Absolutely. So, um, so uh, bringing, uh, so what kind of skills that I bring to the table, I never doubted that, but uh, I always thought that, okay, let me produce some of the research notes that I have learned or I have experienced in the market. So I produced, I started making those research notes on a weekly basis. So it was a particular schedule that I was following every week, that every week, uh, every Monday, I used to post on LinkedIn, the market updates. Uh, it included the equity markets in North America, Canada, even the emerging markets, Europe, everywhere. And similarly was the fixed income market updates that I was posting uh, on LinkedIn every Monday. Uh, apart from that, I used to uh, prepare one trading note wherein I would highlight uh, what could be the potential trade or what could be the potential area of interest for the asset managers. So this was something that uh, when I was preparing, I was mailing it to the uh, 12 people that I've identified within Canada or the hiring managers I have identified. So I used to mail them personally uh, on Tuesday that this is something that I've prepared and uh, probably if it's of interest to you, you can let me know and reach out to me and we can discuss this in detail. And the same note was made public uh, on Friday uh, every week. And for obvious reason, there were some things, uh, it was not a complete note on Friday because uh, since it's a proprietary thing that I was producing, uh, so I used to give just a gist of the trading opportunities one might find in the market at that time. So this was something that I was doing week over week over week just to keep uh, my audience engaged with me. Nice. So, so when you talk about your note, so you're talking about writing an article based on your expertise about what you know, or what you anticipate is going to happen. And really, and the purpose of that is really to highlight what you know about the market, you know, to show your expertise and, and to let other people know, hey, you know what, this is where I specialize, right? So did you find that that was important as you were going through your search? Like, did you have to become more specialized in what you do? Um, I won't say I had to become more specialized, but it was more about marketing my skills uh, uh, here. I, this is something that I have been doing previously as well. But uh, obviously, since I moved to this country without knowing anyone, people uh, didn't know what my skill set was. So probably a resume doesn't tell your complete thing that what you can bring to the table. They generally tell you this is something that you are good at. This is something that you're done. But uh, if you have something practical to show, that is something which attracts the audience and gets you engaged with them. So uh, when I was um, producing these papers and uh, reaching out to my contacts, uh, 
on LinkedIn or over Gmail. At least I could see that they were visiting my profile on LinkedIn and they could see what exactly I could bring to the table. And uh, that's that was a good conversation starter for me as well from there. Apart from uh, engaging whatever they have been posting or what they have been doing over LinkedIn, I was definitely interacting with them at that point as well. But uh, since they didn't knew me at that point of time, I, I couldn't get much response from them. But as soon as uh, I started mailing them personally and they were found, finding out my papers interesting, they were engaging much more actively with me over LinkedIn as well then. Nice. So when you talk about, and I just want to confirm and just clear it up for everybody else. So when you were mailing people, your, your, your I'm going to call it a newsletter or your paper, mm-hmm. you were sending it directly to their, e- their email boxes, right? Yes. So, yes. so, uh, so, how did you get the information? How did you get their emails? So obviously, the, that was something research that uh, I am good at, uh, and probably this is not something which uh, anyone can do. I'm pretty sure. So, identifying the companies, ten or twelve companies that uh, could be your prospective employers, is very important, and then identifying those relevant people who could be the hiring managers or those who hold the key to those decisions. So looking for them, uh, looking, going through their uh, LinkedIn profile, then obviously searching them on Google, uh, identifying the patterns of uh, the email IDs that are more relevant to those companies, and then there's, uh, accordingly shooting them an email. So initially there were, uh, there were a couple of them uh, where the mails did bounce back because the email was not correct, but that was just two out of the 14 that I'd mailed. But still I was able to get those 40, uh, 12 people who, with whom I can engage week over week. And so, and did you get responses from those people? Did anybody reply back to you since you were mailing week over week? Yes, actually, uh, two people did uh, reach out to me, uh, appreciating the paper that I had written on one of the trading strategies. Um, that was actually the very first paper that I wrote on the trading strategy and they really liked it. Uh, so they did ask me for the details on how I went about it. What uh, So, uh, we had a good conversation as well over the phone when they asked me, okay, what was your approach? How you did it? How how you came up with this strategy? What was the key aspect of it? And how do you see performing going forward? So it was a really informative and an educative discussion for me as well, talking to some of the CIOs uh, from big firms. Nice. So, and that's great. And, and, you know, one of the things that we talk about is is reaching out to the CIO or the CEO of an organization because a lot of people have this, I don't know if it's a mindset or a fear around reaching out and connecting with people at that level. But how was that for you? Did you feel comfortable in doing that? Like reaching out to people high up in an organization? Absolutely. So uh, initially when I reached out to them, I also had uh, it in the back of my mind that probably they won't reply to me. But uh, while conversing with them, I would say they made me feel much more comfortable than I was. So uh, hats off to these people, uh, the CIUs in Canada that uh, I have interacted with, uh, how they were uh, questioning me, looking at my suggestions. So they were always appreciative of it. Uh, Obviously, they were questioning uh, the things that I had taken into consideration, but they were always open to suggestions on how I did it and how it could be further defined if they wanted to pursue it further. So uh, initially, I would say that even I had uh, this in the back of my mind that probably they won't reply to me, but once I started conversing with them, uh, probably then that was the only C-level executives I probably would want to reach out now. Nice. 
Yeah, no, and that's fantastic because I know a lot of people have hesitation around uh, reaching out to people at that level or, or having that thought where, you know, they're so busy, who's got time for me? And, you know, like, why would somebody want to read something? But I know the one thing that you did do that, that really elevated and showed your value was you just kept sharing your information until somebody eventually read it, mm-hmm. which is great, right? Like, cause you never know, right? Like you, you never know when you're reaching out to people, what they're going to respond with. And, you know, even if you've got two out of 14 CEOs to respond back to you, that's still two people in high up, you know, high up inside the organization that can make a difference for you. So that's fantastic. I, I love that approach. I love the strategy. Uh, I think it's great that you, you went through that effort to do the research to, to, to get the names of the people once you connected with them on LinkedIn. And, uh, and I love how you highlighted the importance of LinkedIn to the job search. So, so maybe I'll let the cat out of the bag here, but uh, you know, so you have been successful in your job search. Uh, what was the thing that turned it all around for you? What helped you, you know, really nail the job that you want? Because actually, you've got some other news, and I'll leave it to you to share with the rest of the audience. <laughs> but uh, you know, what was that turning point? What made that? What turned it around for you when it came to your job search? Um, what uh, turned around everything for me was uh, when I started seeing uh, how these people were actually appreciating the paper that I have written and uh, they were willing to talk to me. So that gave me that extra bit of motivation and confidence to know, uh, to obviously know that uh, this is a skill that I bring to the table and obviously I can market this skill within Canada as well and people would require it. So that was a big turning point for me that uh, interacting with CIOs, uh, uh, industry leaders uh, on these research notes, uh, they appreciating my efforts on those. So that was a big turning point for me. And obviously, uh, after having that initial struggle, uh, I was able to land uh, three uh, three jobs uh, in probably almost about six to eight weeks. Uh, so that's when I started actively looking for a job uh, in the Canadian market. Yeah. <laughs> so I hope you heard that six to eight weeks, three job offers is fantastic, especially when you're brand new to the market and you don't know anybody, but there are approaches that you took that, that have made you successful. And what I'm hearing and what I'm observing is the, you know, writing the paper was a huge turning point for you. It's actually what led to one of the job offers, right? Yes, exactly. So uh, this is something uh, that led to one of the job offers. Uh, I was sharing my papers with uh, one of the uh, people that I've reached out in Canada and uh, he did reach out to me back uh, discussing my paper with me, uh, letting me know that this is something which is very, very good. And uh, this is some this is uh, some of the things that we also want to do. And he did ask me whether uh, would you like to come and work for us? And we are looking for someone with a very, very similar skill set who can help us in building up uh, the market in Canada. Canada. Nice. That's fantastic. It's and so it just goes to prove that when you do put out valuable information, and this is, I think, a big one for a lot of the job seekers that are out there. When you're offering value back out to the to the audience, whether it's on LinkedIn or through email that's when you start to build your advocates. And these are the people that want you because they get to see what you're doing. And I, and I guess what separates you Rajit from a lot of other people is you actually took that, 
that first step to reach out and, and to mail people, not knowing whether or not they liked it, <laughs> but knowing that you were offering value through the content that you were offering. So that's fantastic. So, you know, as we start to, to get, you know, as we start to wind down the podcast, what advice would you give to other job seekers as they're going through this process? Uh, so probably I can share my experience and probably uh, some of the things that I would uh, want the job seekers to always keep in mind is that believe in the skills that you have. Uh, uh, you should always know that what you bring to the table is going to be unique. But at the same time, uh, until, uh, until less people know, know what skills you are bringing onto the table, uh, you uh, it won't be of much help to you. So uh, you should actually actively start marketing your skills. So I'm not saying uh, it could be a very similar approach that what I have done. It could be a altogether something innovative that you might come up with. But uh, always uh, look for the right people within the industry. Identify the companies that you want to work for or these are the companies that I want to work for. Identify the key people within those companies who are actually the decision makers in there. Uh, do make an effort to reach reach them out. Uh, don't hesitate in that uh, irrespective of uh, they are, if they are at a very senior designation or not because these people will obviously make you feel comfortable once they start interacting with you and the more they interact with you the more confidence you will also gain knowing that yes my skills would be appreciated in this market as well so uh, the one thing one last thing that i would want to say that believe in the skills that you have and you will definitely nail uh, whatever job you want so that's fantastic. So believe in the skills that you have and being positive. So being positive yeah. throughout the process as well, right? So did you find, because I know you and I, we've talked about this, but having what, how did your mindset play in, in your job search in, in terms of how you approached your job search? You know, did you have a, like, were you, did you have a positive mindset as you were going through the whole process or, or, or was there something there that stood out for you? Uh, absolutely, John. So uh, having uh, a positive mindset is also very imperative to it. Uh, even if you are working on something, uh, even if you are working on marketing your skills, you are actually improving your knowledge as well. So uh, one shouldn't feel bogged down uh, by knowing that even if someone is not replying, you should feel confident that this is something that you are gaining out of it. Even if they are not, uh, if your connections or the people that you're trying to reach are not replying to you as of now, but you know that you are gaining something in knowledge from them. Mm. Eventually, uh, if you keep following this process again and again, uh, without losing the hope and stay, staying confident, you will definitely get the responses from the people that you are reaching and you can uh, take it wherever you want from there. So once you start conversing with them, yeah. And that's great. So yeah, no, and, and building and maintaining. And just because you have the, the offers now and you've got the job that you want, <laughs> doesn't mean that you the relationship stops either, right? Like this is something that you continue to build while you're going through the process, which is great. Um, yeah, so that's fantastic. So Rajit, you know, thank you for, for taking the time to, to sit with me and, and to share your, your insights in terms of your, you know, the job, uh, the whole job process. Um, is there any final notes that, uh, or any final thoughts that you want to leave with, with, the, with the audience? Uh, uh, 
first of all thank you john so much it was pleasure uh, it was uh, my pleasure to be on the podcast here and uh, one uh, the final thing probably that i would leave the audience with is uh, believe in yourself uh, you know uh, when you are uh, moving or migrating to a new country it's something that uh, you will have to drive the results on your own don't let anyone uh, drive the results for you you are the one who is in control of your own situation so it's uh, all up to you how you take it how positive you remain and you will definitely get the uh, results that you want if you uh, have a good frame of mind okay and if people wanted to reach out to you and connect with you or learn more about you rajit how would they do that uh so i am available on linkedin uh, my linkedin handle is uh, rajat allen so i am available there uh, and if anyone wants to reach uh, out to me over email my email id is allen.rajat@gmail.com so i am available through both the mediums excellent and i'll make sure that i include that in the show notes so people know how to get a hold of you and and i'm sure there's going to be a series of other questions that a lot of people are going to mm-hmm. follow up with in terms of you know how do i get into finance how do i get three job offers right like <laughs> like that's amazing and 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 that's fantastic that uh, you were able to do that uh, and actually the one final question um did you get the job in the field that you wanted because i know a lot of the what i've heard in terms of uh newcomers coming to canada they kind of settle for uh you know lesser positions or anything um so does this position tie into exactly what you wanted to do uh so the good thing about the position is this is exactly the position that i have always wanted nice. so uh the experience that i brought uh into canada almost a decade of experience i would be working in a very similar field in the very similar profile that i have always wanted uh given the exposure that i needed uh so this is exactly the kind of job i was looking here in canada and i got it yeah no that's yeah. amazing that's a, that's yeah, i'm so happy for you and i'm so happy that uh you got to a point where you had to decide you know like which one do i do <laughs> uh and which role do i take so um thank you for that rajit and thank you for taking the time to speak to me and the canadian job search uh, the, the canadian job search audience as well because i know there's going to be a lot of value in this and you're going to bring a lot of hope and inspiration to their job search so thanks again for for being a part of our show thank you so much john and definitely i would like to mention that uh, you and conal have been of a, a big help to me during this process and i really appreciate all the efforts that you have put in with me so uh, definitely uh, a big thank you to you as well mm, thank you all right everybody that is it for this episode of the canadian job search podcast wishing you all a great one talk to you all soon take care